What's going on, people? It's your boy, Kalechi, back with another episode of the Ramblin' Mind Podcast. How are each and every single one of y'all doing today? I hope y'all are staying safe. I hope y'all are taking care of yourselves. I hope y'all are doing all the things you know you ought to do during these times, my friends. I hope y'all enjoyed the shortened Thanksgiving holiday week. I hope you were able to get a nice food coma going. I hope you had the itis, and I hope we all ready for this new week. Cause uh, your boy is still, I'm still, I'm still on la la land, man. I'm still very much on the holiday spirit. I'm still very much in the holiday spirit. I had a great time with my family, with my loved ones. It was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful time to be able to spend with those that I love and those who love me. But anyway, anyway, this week we're gonna be talking about doing an end of year financial review an end of year financial review we all started out the year 2023 talking about it's a new year new me we all had our various goals we all had our various plans started out the year now next week basically at the end of this week on friday we're gonna be in the month of december the year is up my friends the year is over 2023 is essentially over i know a lot can still be done in a month in a span of 30 days as somebody once told me we can do a whole lot more in a month than we think so we still have time to accomplish some things however it is also a good time for us to begin looking back reviewing some of the things that we had planned to do at the beginning of this year taking a retroactive look if you haven't done your annual physical this is a good time for you to get that thing done and see where you are from a health perspective. In the same way, in this video or in this podcast, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button or hit that like button. If you're listening to this on a podcast platform, please leave a review for this podcast and subscribe to this podcast wherever you may be listening to this thing. And if you're like, well, yes, I had some goals. I can look over the goals, but there are some other stuff that I may not be thinking about. Kelechi, can you help me with that? Congratulations. That's exactly what we're going to be doing in this episode, where we're going to go through a few items to make sure that we are getting a good picture view on what's going on. Before we get started on that, if you are married or about to be married or pseudo married, for all my pseudo married people out there, these are people who are living together, doing all the things married folks are supposed to be doing. I would like for you to have this discussion and have some kind of end of year review, finance, discussion, date night with your loved ones. If you have kids, please include your kids in the discussion. Let them know what it is that you have going on in your finances. The earlier that kids are exposed to finances, the easier it will be for them in the future. You do not need to hide these things from them. For some things, you might need to dumb it down a little bit so they have an understanding of it. But however, speak to your kids about these things. Let them be involved in your financial decision-making. Okay? All right, so let's begin on this. Step one that I want every one of us to do is review your net worth. Review your net worth. If you don't know how to calculate net worth, it's simply your assets minus your liabilities equals your net worth. Assets are all the things that add to your bottom line. In other words, your investments. If you have a 401k, maybe you have a Roth IRA, maybe you have some individual investments out there. Your home, even though I don't like adding this one in there, but you can at least put the price of 
the uh, the price that you bought your home for and how much it was for. Those kind of things is added in the assets category of this. Your savings, your cash that you have, other items of value that you may own in your home. Now, I will be careful when it comes to this assets category. It is easy to go overboard whenever we start talking about assets and everybody wants to add the little jewelry that they have and they want to add the car and they want to add this and they want to add that. The thing about assets and the thing that I worry about when we start adding all these other things that have a subjective, not objective, a subjective price point, like a car or jewelry, because for every person you go to with these things and they depreciate, I can promise you one thing, your engagement ring, your gold necklace, diamond encrusted, whatever necklace chain thing is not worth as much as you believe it to be worth. So. Be very careful when you're adding these things to your assets. And then on the liability side, these are your debts. These are the things that are taken from you. So for example, if you own a home, your home is going to be both on the asset side and the liability side because you're paying a mortgage on that thing. Unless you're one of these folks that own a home outright, which I'm jealous of you. Can you let, can you uh, loan the, no, don't loan me. Can you give the brother a thousand dollars? I would really appreciate it if you got it rocking like that. Other debts can be your mortgage, your credit cards, um, student loans, auto loans, personal loans, all those kind of things. So we start off with this. The reason why we start off with this, and for anybody who knows me, you know I hate net worth. And yet, here I am talking about. The reason why we start off with net worth is it gives us a good big picture view of where we are financially. It forces you to be honest with where you are financially. For some of us, when we look at the bottom line number, we're going to be excited because last year we owed $100,000 when we did our net worth number. But this year, we are only down to $30,000 or we're negative $30,000. That is a great place to be in. In other words, you are moving in the right direction. You are moving in the right direction. I remember back in 2018 or 2017, when I was in a job that I hated and I was also in about $20,000 worth of death, worth of debt, not death, but sometimes with debt, it feels like death also, but worth of debt. And by the end of that year, I was plus $10,000 net worth. But at the time when I saw negative $20,000, I was like, everything sucks. But when I came to terms with the fact that you're broke, Basically, that's what I had to tell myself. It's like, yo, you broke my G. What are we going to do to fix this noise? And once I came to terms with where I was financially, once I came to terms with what I had in my hands, then I could push forward. Then I knew what I needed to do to start moving ahead. So this is why we start with the net worth number. Because by understanding what your net worth is, you can make more decisions, strong decisions. For some of us, we're going to be shocked to be like, whoa, We're doing pretty well right now. And some of us, we're going to be shocked to be like, whoa, we got to make some changes. All right. So we start with the net worth. That's the number one thing that we review. The second thing that you're going to review is your credit score. Now, I still find credit scores and credit ratings and all of these things to be extremely overrated. However, we live in the United States of America, which is a credit based society. To do most things in the society, you need a good credit score. So, with that being said, 
review your credit score. And an easy way for you to do this is to go pull every single credit report from every single credit bureau. And an easy way for you to do this is go to annualcreditreport.com. I believe that's the website. Let me make sure. Yep, annualcreditreport.com. Go check that thing out. Go to that website to make sure that you pull every single credit bureau and then go through your credit report. Make sure that there's nothing weird that stands out there. Make sure that there's no weird like credit that has been opened in your name that you didn't know about, maybe a new credit card or an auto loan or any of these things. I mean, the other day, my mom found out like somebody tried to open a new line of credit for her. And thankfully, it was blocked and everything was okay. But that's why we review our credit report. It's very important that we we keep reviewing our credit report to make sure everything is still good when it comes to our credit. And while you're doing this, freeze your credit at the same time. Go through all three bureaus and freeze your credit so that nobody can open your credit, uh, open a new line of credit or new line of debt without your knowledge. The next thing that is very important to do or the next thing that we will be reviewing is estate documents, especially for those of you who are parents. This is very important for you to look at. When I talk about estate documents, what am I talking about? I'm talking about if you die, the things that will help your family be able to move along, that will help your family be able to make plans and put things in place. So in your estate document, you need to have a will slash a trust. You need to have a durable power of attorney. Do you need to update your power of attorney? What has changed that needs to be updated in your will? Do you need to uh, change your beneficiaries? For some of us who aren't married, are you now married and need to update your beneficiaries on your 401ks, on your Roth IRAs, on all of these things? Do you need to change and have a letter of intent, which basically tells you, uh, basically a letter of intent is what you want done with particular assets and can include funeral details. Very different from a will, but we tend to think a will is all of the above. And then healthcare power of attorney in case you're a whatever to let to let somebody uh, make the decision on your behalf. And finally, for those with kids, a guardianship designation, a guardianship designation. This is the person that will take care of your kids if and should something happen to you. So this is something that is good to discuss right now while you're still alive. Go to that friend. Go to that uncle. Go to that family member that you're like, we entrust our kids to you if something should happen to us. Okay? So that's a few things that you need to have in your estate document. For those of us who have aging parents, we need to have the talk with our parents. We need to have the talk about death, about planning for after if something should happen to them. We need to have that. And yes, it's the holiday season, but this is one of the few times where all family members will be together. And so this is a perfect time for everyone to sit down and say, mom, dad, we need to start putting things in place in case something happens to y'all. We want to make sure that we take care of things and we can handle things in any circumstances should anything happen to either one of you. So you have to, we have to all sit down and have the talk. Okay. Now, next. After we've done all, this is all the big picture stuff. This is all like the stuff that we just need to make sure we're taking care of. This is the overarching stuff. Now, next, we got to get down in the details. We got to get down into details. One, review your spending, my G. Review your spending. If you're like me and you have mint, oh God, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. By the way, the reason why I'm freaking out is because mint is going to get ended December 31st. So I'm looking for a replacement, which side note, 
That episode will be dropping soon. I just finished reviewing all three of the various platforms that I checked out. And I just finished reviewing the last one. I just finished putting my touch notes to it. So that will be coming soon. And look out for that. But Mint will be going away. But if you have Mint, an easy thing you can do is just look at your tracking on Mint. Like, how was I spending throughout this year? What did I spend the most on? What are some of the areas that I need to pay attention to? Or it might be like, yo, what are some of the areas I need to spend more in? Why was I not spending more in places that I found joy in? How can I switch things around in the year coming up to make sure that I spend more in the areas that I want to spend more in? What do I need to cut off? And then how can I use that towards the goals that I actually want to meet or spending in the things that I actually want to be doing? So this is a good time for you to review it. The f- a few notes of things that you need to review is your bills, your phone bill, your insurances, your subscriptions, food. The how, wh- Have you been wasting money when you go shopping? How often are you throwing food out? Shopping, your guilty pleasures, eating out. How often are you doing it? Travel, all of these different things, review them, but negotiate your bills. Everything is negotiable. Like we may not know that it's all negotiable. So like T-Mobile was about to raise our bills and I was like, nope, no, you're not because they were going to use this new plan or whatever. I was like, no, I will just go somewhere else. And they were like, okay, we'll keep y'all on the same plan. So we stayed on the same plan. Negotiate your bills, negotiate your bills. And for some people with now with Netflix and Hulu and Disney plus all adding like ad tiers, maybe some of y'all, some of us need to downgrade from the main tier down to the cheaper ad tier. Just so we can save a few bucks if we're trying to, if we're trying to make more in other ways, if we're trying to do things in other ways and we're noticing like, yo, I actually don't I, throughout this year, I actually didn't watch these shows as much as I thought I would. For me, I actually cut out Spotify this year and added in YouTube premium because I was no longer I was using I use YouTube a lot. I don't watch TV. I don't watch Netflix that often. I watch YouTube. And so me and my brother went in on a family plan for YouTube premium because we watch YouTube a lot and we don't like ads. So we went in for YouTube premium on that side. And then while you're looking at this, a good review, just look overarching on your spending. What are the percentages? You want your core spenders, your needs to be 50%, 50 to 60% of your total spending. So when I say needs, hear me very well. Needs are things you absolutely need to survive. Hear me again. Needs are things you absolutely need to survive. In other words, shopping does not fall in this category. Eating out at fancy restaurants does not fall in this category. Travel, not here. Uh, Kids special occasions, not here. Needs are your bills. Needs are groceries, and I don't mean whole food groceries. I'm talking about Aldi groceries. You absolutely need just food to survive, right? So these are your needs. And then your wants. This is eating out. This is travel. This is shopping. This is all our guilty pleasures, your streaming uh, subscriptions, all the various subscriptions that we have for various things. This is where it falls into. This is the bucket that it falls into. And then finally, you spend about 20 to 30%. Both of these will be about 20 to 30% towards saving, investing, and paying off your debts. All right? So that's how you want to be looking at the finer details of your finances. 
how have I been spending my money so far this year? Finally, also look over insurances. I mentioned a little bit, I talked about having estate planning documents. I didn't talk about it in there, but this is very important, especially for all of you that have families. Please, 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 please go review the insurance you have. Review how much insurance you have. Do you need bigger coverage or do you need less coverage? Maybe you are going through a tight period of time. Maybe you need to increase your deductible on some of your insurances because now you have the money in case anything should come up. You can actually take on more responsibility and reduce your premium payments, whether it's for your house, whether it's for your car, whether it's for your health. Review your your, your insurance to see, do I need more coverage? For some of us who have kids, did you add another child in the last year? Maybe you need to increase your term life insurance premium. By the way, I'm specifically talking about term because home life for 99.99999% of people is useless. Get term life insurance, okay? If you have a family, get term life insurance. For all my single folks who nobody is dependent on your income, you do not need insurance just yet or life insurance just yet, okay? If nobody's dependent on your income, you don't need life insurance just yet. So please, please pay attention. Go look over your insurances. Do you need less insurance? For me, I raised up all my car insurance to like $2,000 deductible because I have that in case anything should happen. Okay? So look over your insurance. And then finally, savings. Are there things that are going to be happening in the new year? Do you want to buy a new car? Do you want to travel to a very expensive location? Do you want to take a one-month trip? Do you want to go to more restaurants than you went to this year? Do you want to get married? Are you saving for a wedding? Are you saving for an engagement? Are you saving for fill-in-the-blank 30th birthday, special, bang, boom, whatever? Are you saving for a child's birthday? Are you saving you? Do you want to start saving for a college fund? Do you want to all of these different things? This is where you start reviewing. And this is where you start thinking about what are some of the things that I want to accomplish in the next year? Now, it's very important that you have both a long-term and short-term goal accounts. Long-term, I want to retire. That's my 401k. That's my Roth IRA. Short-term, I want to save for a car. That's a savings account. Short-term, three to five years, I'm planning to get married. Short-term, 10 years or 18 years or long-term, 18 years from now, I want my child to have a college fund. That's a long-term account. Open a 529. Long-term, short-term. It is important that we don't just all focus on just either or. You do both. Plan for both. Look at how you can walk through both. This is why when I said this earlier on, if you have a partner, it is very important that both of y'all are talking through this. So you know, if she has a friend who's about to do a 30th birthday celebration, it's important that both of y'all are on the same page so you know, oh, we have that coming up in 2025. Let's start planning that from 2024 so we make sure that we can go to your friend's birthday celebration thing. Oh, we we are probably going to need a new car in 2026. Yo, let's start saving today because it'll be much easier for us to save $500 a month over the next 20 plus months so we can have the amount that we need for 2026 to buy this car. Talk about it. Both of y'all can bring perspectives and see things that the other person may not be. Maybe one person is more short-term minded. The other person is more long-term minded. By you combining both viewpoints, you can live a much more happier life. 
rather than one person just being like, well, we're just going to do this because I believe this is the best way. No, no, that's not what you need to be doing. And then finally, review your debts. Review your debts. Do you have credit card debt? Do you still have student loans? Do you still have all of these different debts that you may have? You might want to start thinking about, yo, what do we need to do? When do we want to pay this thing off? Especially now that student loans are being kicked back in. When do we want to pay this thing off? That's a question you should be asking about every single debt in your life. If you have a mortgage, if you have a house, it's a little bit different because that is automatically already on a payment plan for the next 30 years. And that's a slightly different thing now. But if you're older, if you're about the age of 40 and above, if you're 41, 42, 43, 45, you need to start asking the question, hey, honey, when do we want to pay this house off? When do we do we want to start making some extra payments so we can get out of this house and own it outright? Start asking those questions. Start asking those questions of how like, hey, this credit card debt that we've been carrying. When do we want to pay this thing off? How can we pay this thing off? Our student loans. When do we want to pay this thing off? How do we go about making sure that we can pay this thing off? Or is there a way we can get on a plan to make this a little bit better for us because it's being kicked back in? You know, so ask those questions. Look over all your debts. The end of the year is a good time. It's a great time to review what you've done and to think about where you want to head to. To review what you've done and think about where you're heading to. There are different types of debt payoff plans. You can use the snowball, the avalanche method. We've talked about these methods before. You can go research them and Google them, but just have the discussion. When and how, when and how, okay? But that's basically it, guys. Take some time before the year runs out, hopefully earlier rather than later, to sit down and take a review of everything you've accomplished this year. Celebrate those things, celebrate your accomplishments, and then sit down and start planning ahead and think about what is the next steps that we need to be taking. If you have a loved one, do it with them. Do it alongside them. If you have kids, invite them into the discussion. Let them be a part of your planning process, of your review process, so they themselves can get insight for their futures. But anyway, that's all I have for y'all. I hope y'all learned one, maybe two things out of this entire thing. And if you did, hit that like button. If you enjoyed it, hit that subscribe button and leave a review of the podcast on any podcast lifting platform that you listen on, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, or all of the other platforms that you can listen on. Leave a review, please. And I will read it right here on the podcast. But anyway, I'm gonna catch y'all up on the next one. Remember, generosity is always greater than greed. God bless each and every single one of y'all. And your boy's out of here. Peace. Whoosh.